KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the American economy in the midst of a pandemic as we check in with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. We talk jobs numbers, we talk the continued lack of a stimulus package, and much, much more. Give a listen. So let's talk a little bit about jobs and unemployment to start. Still plus 700,000 unemployment claims last week. Uh, We got the jobs numbers for November. They were to the plus side, but uninspiring, 245,000 less than people had hoped. Unemployment rate did drop, and I'm going to ask you about that in a second. But overall, what are these unemployment, these job numbers telling you? Well, it's telling us that the economy is still plugging along very slowly, like a snail. Uh, we're not we're not diving down deep down into a recession. I think the fourth quarter is going to show GDP that'll be positive. But my concern, Matt, is next year. The first two quarters of next year, all the economic news that we're hearing now is now going to happen in next year to be some negative things such as GDP and. We're not going to get out of this quandary of having unemployment high at this point. Talk to me a little bit about the unemployment rate ticks down from 6.9 to 6.7, but almost universally, everybody's disappointed in the jobless numbers and we, or the jobs numbers rather, and we see 700,000 people filing for unemployment. How is it that the unemployment rate's actually going down? Well, what we've seen is the fact that they're hiring more full-timers and less part-timers or those who are working three quarters time are being added with more hours. It leads me to believe that a lot of the positions in restaurant areas, uh, things such as retail, uh, those are the jobs that are being cut down to zero, Uh, especially as we have more lockdowns, especially as we're getting into wintertime, people cannot eat outside as much in the tri-state area. So you're not seeing that particular type of, of employment gaining. Uh, once again, broken record. I feel like we've been saying this for a month, but uh, still no stimulus plan. It does appear that there is at least some relatively adult-like serious discussions going on. But end of this month, a lot of stuff expires. You know, you're talking eviction bans, uh, uh, a lot of the unemployment for gig workers. I mean... Do people appreciate, and I've probably asked you this question almost word for word, how bad things could get in a matter of weeks here that are in positions of power that make decisions? Well, this is a good time to bring this up again, because as consumer spending started to slow in October, that shows me that that people are starting to lose a little bit of confidence. It also shows me that people may not have the funds looking forward. As you said, the end of this month, a lot of people, millions, will be without unemployment. In fact, in the state of Pennsylvania, I think it was about 11,000 people uh, were asked to pay some of their unemployment numbers back after they were sent unemployment in error. Uh, So you're seeing that the end of this month is crucial. And you're right. It's not just for unemployment pay, but it's also how are we going to pay those bills in January? Rent, mortgage, car payment, student loan. We can go on forever, you and I, Matt, on this particular subject. And I mean, even if today, and this is another thing we've talked about, they got a robust deal today, it's still going to take weeks to get a lot of this these mechanisms moving, no? I mean, and if we wait another week, it gets worse and worse, and then everybody goes home for Christmas. Like, 
time's been of the essence for months, but time is, uh, it's, it's incredibly important now. It is, Matt. You're correct. You've been correct in the past on this. There is more of a lag when it comes to fiscal policy than monetary policy, meaning that the Federal Reserve can implement something very quickly, whereas the federal government, there's that time lag by the time they implement something, by the time they go to the to the SBA Small Business Administration or other areas, the Treasury, to get checks out to people, even though all of our names and addresses are on file, it's still going to take time for that to, to get to the, to the public. My concern is if we get past December 10th, I don't think you'll see a check in the mail or an ACH in your checking account until the first, second week of January at the earliest. And it's amazing because I feel like every time we hear from Fed Chair Jerome Powell, he does everything but put up a billboard next to the Capitol saying (laughs) we need to take action. Congress needs to take action on this economy. And it it just doesn't seem to move anybody. It's it's. Aside the fact that we don't have anything, uh, I'm just amazed how his opinion is just kind of being dismissed here. Great, great point to make. Great, great example. I'll give you another example. At the Jersey Shore every summer, while we're always sitting on the beach, we see those planes go by advertising various restaurants. If he's able to get one of those little putt-putt planes and drive around the Capitol like that or fly around the Capitol uh, to get his message out there he should he's doing everything he can and now he's going to be faced with i think inflation in the near future yeah that was my next question i've heard i've started to hear some rumblings of some economists concerned about uh inflation have you heard these and why is there the concern what is what are we what are the clouds gathering that lead to inflation concerns Well, you're right about the inflation concerns, even though inflation is only 2.25%, but it's the highest it's been in five years. It's above the 2% target that the Fed has has issued uh, in the past few years. Um, This nightmare is not over. And I think it's also because of what we call the corona-induced financial panic that happened in March. We're finally starting to see, uh, even though interest rates are zero, we're finally starting to see the fact that prices are starting to creep up. You're seeing oil prices creep up. You're seeing gasoline prices creep up. And in wintertime, traditionally, gas and oil does go up because of the changing of the of the gasoline uh, from a summer blend to a winter blend. On top of that, it's the pandemic that has had have us uh, all our concerns. We we had a, a basically a sugar rush or a sugar high, if you will, uh, when we first got our pandemic payments in the mail. And now that that's gone for months, it seems like almost years. Matt, inflation's around the corner. How concerned are you, uh, state, local governments, uh, as we turn the page for 2021? It seems like that's one of the sticking points in any stimulus bill is concern of, quote unquote, bailouts for big cities that uh, some people feel haven't been run properly. But uh, across the board, I would imagine there are a lot of alarm bells singing about possible uh, layoffs and stuff like that if these municipalities don't get help. Oh, that's a good good point because if there are layoffs, that means services are cut. And what services are the ones you cut? Is it is it leaf collection? It certainly can't be trash collection. Is it less plowing that you would do? Less street cleaning? Maybe less paving of roads next summer? Um, and bad timing for. Delaware County, they just went through a reassessment of properties the first in 20 years, which means now you're going to get your tax bill next year and your school tax next year. And if your property was assessed higher because the values are up, 
higher than what they were 20 years ago, you're going to get almost double hit with, with taxation of the fact that your tax bills are going to increase. Um, to keep services such as police, to keep public works, to keep the services is going in our cities, in our counties, the jails, the courts, there probably will have to see a tax increase. If not, you're going to see more layoffs. Kind of going with that. I know you you talk with municipalities, you're in on meetings and stuff like that. What are you hearing? What are the concerns from, from some of the local, uh, local areas uh, as we get ready for 2021? Right. The, the concern is, can they, can, can they collect the taxes next year, such as real estate? earned income taxes, the wage taxes. Can the state collect sales taxes? If we see uh, the fact that there's going to be maybe a slowdown in the economy and a recession, that means less sales taxes. Uh, all around, the taxes have been down for, for gambling, for casinos. Um, um, that's why you see the state looking at certain things such as medical marijuana and other things to see where they can stimulate the economy. They get the $6 billion or so at the state level that we're down when it comes to revenues. So there's this first and second quarter of next year is going to tell a big tale for the rest of 2021 and even into 2022. And what are some things you're looking at as far as uh, early 2021 uh, as to whether we're, we're getting out of the storm here? I know you're, you're big on housing starts, stuff like that. What are some other trend lines, numbers that you'll be keeping an eye on uh, as we turn the page for, for the next year? Sure, Matt. And we are starting to see a slowdown in, in the housing. My concern is what is going to happen in the real estate market for all the empty office buildings that you see. If people are starting to work at home more, maybe they work at home five days a week, then it goes to four, then it goes to three. The real estate market, it's going to be a slow process in commercial real estate. Uh, it's going to be based on which area has the lowest taxes, which areas has the lowest wage tax, earned income tax, that's where people are going to flock to for the office buildings. Uh, and I, I, even though King of Pressure Upper Marion was named one of the top 10 places uh, to live in the state of Pennsylvania this past past week, there's a lot of office space there, a lot of retail space there. And as we see more bankruptcies, such as Lord & Taylor and some other stores, uh, how are we going to fill that spot? Is it going to be filled with maybe Amazon warehousing? Is it going to be filled with healthcare? That is going to be a question for a lot of the commercial real estate people. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.